Brianna Elmore, and this is the Creative Conversations podcast presented by One Choice Magazine. Creative Conversations is a safe space to help both experienced and beginning creatives see the beauty in what they do in order to take their careers to the next level. Whether you're just getting started or your work is finally gaining traction, Creative Conversations is a community of creatives willing to learn from mistakes as well as wins. Be sure to share it with a creative person to encourage them on their journey and tag the newsroom at One Choice Newsroom on Facebook and Instagram. It's only up from here. Welcome back to another episode of Creative Conversations. I'm your host, Brianna Elmore, and today we have another amazing, amazing, amazing guest who I personally admire a whole lot, and I really appreciate her for being here. She is an entrepreneur, a a Black-owned business owner, and then she also supports and amplifies other Black businesses through her own work. She's, all, but baby, most of all, she a doctor, okay? She, she a doctor, and she just is truly an amazing heart, an amazing creative, amazing person to just look after and support. Her name is Dr. <laughs> Tiara Patterson. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so I know I gave a little bit. I did real quick glossed over any, but let's be very clear. The accolades run deep. So <laughs> Tiara also let you guys know exactly who she is. Okay. So, of course, as you stated, my name is the now Dr. Tierra Patterson. Uh, I recently graduated from Howard University with my PhD in developmental psychology. Um, Right. (laughs) Um, My research focused on the impact that discrimination, racial discrimination has on the way black children socially and emotionally adapt um, in the classroom setting. And I am also the owner of Black Business Junkie, which is a Black business spotlight brand. Um, We amplify Black-owned businesses. Uh, We create a space to um, have resources for people looking for Black-owned businesses. And we also have a um, quarterly uh, subscription box for Black women. Well, anybody can buy it, but... Um, it's specifically for women, um, and it only has Black-owned brands in the box. So you get to try out and be um, exposed to new brands every um, quarter. So that's all. Yes. <laughs> that First of all, all of that is amazing. So she's not only, like, obviously she's a Black woman, but she's also, like, dedicated her own personal like her personal life and her personal education towards the betterment of the black community and I think that 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 says a lot about you but also it's just like it makes people like me feel a little bit better about the world around us because it's like okay this is good this is good we have people doing good work and doing good things that are um also going to encourage people who may not have done all the research and done all those amazing the necessary work to do (laughs) to understand how it is that we can um push 
our community forward and how we can um, change society to be able to um, not only adapt, but accept. And if they can't do it, we're going to create our own stuff. So it's like, all right, exactly. great. <laughs> Amazing. You don't have to do anything. We got like it. We're, we're building our own tables. Okay. Correct. Correct. <laughs> and it was just like, uh, I think Big Lotto said it best. I bring the table. Yeah. I bring the table. So what you mean? I bring the table to the table. What are you talking about? So okay. uh, Dr. Patterson is no different. <laughs> She's bringing the table to the table in a lot of different ways. So, um, yeah, I, I'm going to be real. I never knew what you were studying. I didn't. I was really? like, cause I knew, I know you're on the more personal level and like, it, you know, through your entrepreneurship and all that stuff. So I was like, I never knew, but it adds up to me. I mean, whether it does or not, that's you like, honey, the doctor, it stands. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, but I think that that is so amazing. And I think that like, do you find that your work um, through your doctoral program, do you find that that has aided you as an entrepreneur with like Business Junkie? Of course. Um, because also with doing things with Black-owned brands, you have to do a lot of research, okay? Mm -hmm. So like <laughs> um, before I post any brand, I need to make sure, you know, that's a Black-owned brand, that like they have certain credentials for me to like promote them to the, um, to my platform. So mm -hmm. that and also being um, that I am working on creating something better for um, young Black entrepreneurs. So um, back in August, this upcoming August, we're going to relaunch our um, youth brand development scholarship. Mm -hmm. So like every quarter, we're going to be choosing a um, kid or, you know, um, teen-owned business, and we're going to... Um, give them a scholarship for brand development. So That's working with dope. black youth, creating a different space and um, opportunities for them to channel that energy into something more positive. So, yes. That is amazing. I think that that's, like, you know, you think about it, you see all these things like, yes, blackness, yes, entrepreneurship, <laughs> but you don't think about all these different, these other different layers. Yes. In your research, has there ever been um, a business or something that you kind of had to put down because either they didn't have like certain criteria or they could not, um, they couldn't fulfill the requirements to be a part of, potentially be a part of the, the box that you do quarterly and all the subscription box, like different things like that. Or, or did you find like you might've had some poor uh, customer service. So it's like, I don't want to amplify necessarily this one and lead people to this place. Yeah. And it's like, uh, it's leading them on a goose chase almost. So like, have you ever, I'm sure you have, but like, yes. Can you tell us a little bit about it? If that has been the case, obviously you don't have to say the brand. Oh, of course not. <laughs> you can let us know. So I'm big on giving my people grace. So if I have one bad experience with you, depending on how bad it is, I'm going to come back and like give another opportunity to, you know, for you to redeem yourself. But mm -hmm. um, I mean, in that instance, I just, you know, chuck the deuces and move on I, i'm never going to post a brand and like don't don't shop here guys like that right. that's not the energy i'm just going to move on to the next one because one thing about black owned brands is always another one to support so Correct. there there are a ton of candle businesses if if one doesn't <laughs> oh you know 
have the best customer service, there's always another one to try. So that's why when people say things like, this is why I don't shop at black owned businesses. I'm like, wait a minute, wait, you, you need to try the other ones. Maybe this one just wasn't <laughs> fit for you. But also yeah. like we go to these mainstream brands time after time, customer service is terrible every time. I'm like, dang, McDonald's worker act like she don't want to be here, you know? But we go back to McDonald's every week. So I feel like despite the ice cream machine not working. Despite the ice cream machine being down, you know? <laughs> but like it takes one time for people to, you know, have a bad experience with a black owned business and they just count them out completely, which is like crazy to me because these mainstream brands have the resources to actually have like development for their team for them to learn more customer service skills. Whereas you know, a lot of times black businesses are winging it, to be honest, you know? Yeah, so, until, like, they, until they get enough revenue and stuff, exactly. like, and momentum going, because it takes a lot to rev it up, because exactly, I feel like with black businesses, sometimes I feel like they have to go through a stage where they got to convince people to support yes. them, um, as opposed to people just being like, I want to go here. You know, this right. is the default. You know, it's not always a default, and I hate that stigma of yeah. it. I think the same with HBCUs too, right? I I, I didn't yeah. go to one. Wish I did. Um, and I will say that on every episode if it calls for it. But I wish I did. I didn't end up going, but I had a good experience. But sometimes it can be a bad rap. Trying to figure out like where to go or, you know, what's got the credentials, this, this, yeah. and that, where it's just like you should just be there and immerse yourself exactly that's what i'm gonna say well i haven't had the pwi experience because i went to alabama a&m and then went to howard for grad school so shout out to the bulldogs and the bison yes (laughs) um so never had that experience but i would say that the culture and the experience outweighs the bad things that happen you know it's like a black business like you know they don't have the they're getting there but um again like resources that the other places have should you know it's a difference so i never was at howard and was like oh no like I, this would have never happened to me if i went to this institution it's like you know what they say they prepare us for the real world so right <laughs> and i think that that's important too to note because i think also like when people so for me, when thinking about people and in, in businesses and things, especially versus like black businesses, sometimes they are higher priced, but it's a lot more that's going into them. And it's a smaller team, a lot more time, a lot more resources that are going into creating this one product. So I've kind of adjusted myself when it's t- with like when I'm actually purchasing from a black owned place. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, people be like, Y'all would take this the Louis Vuitton and Gucci and all these other mm-hmm. big brand names, but I'm like, I- I'm not buying that either. I don't have it. <laughs> like, you know, sometimes yeah. it is like I don't have it. And so when you uh like with pricing and stuff like that, it makes sense, but at mm-hmm. the same time, it is sometimes it's more difficult to support. It's easier to hit something that's a little bit more like yeah. okay, they got a big thing. So how do you what is your advisement with that? What do you, how do you feel about that? So I feel like everything isn't for everybody. Everybody, everything isn't in everyone's price range. Like right. I like the the Hanifas, the Pyramas, the 
the higher end brands on the black end because I also feel like they're like a lot of times culturally different or made specifically for black people's mm -hmm. bodies and it it varies. So that's why I choose to sh shop at those brands. Um, but also, I mean, if you can't pay $50 for a candle, there are candle businesses <laughs> that sell them for like $10, $12. So, I mean, just because it doesn't fit your budget doesn't mean it can't fit the next person's budget. So that's why you have to just do research and look across those brands and not just count them out and say, oh, $50 candle, but also you they're probably making that candle themselves. Mm -hmm. They're probably, I know a lot of times when I look at um, black owned um, businesses, they're like making things that are more health conscious. Mm -hmm. So of course those things cost a little bit more and they're not getting them at like the wholesale pricing that larger brands get them for. So, yeah. I mean, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Everything isn't for everybody. And, if you don't want to pay $50 for something that you can get for $10, then I'll, by any means, do that, you know? Yeah, I can understand that, certainly, because it's just like, you know, it's all about figuring out what, what you can work with and, you know, what appeals to you. Welcome to the McKissick Health Podcast Network, where you can listen to immersive, story-driven series and interview-based shows, including McKissick Health Podcast, Good Luck Chuck Podcast, The Experience, and my show, Creative Conversations, with your favorite host, Brianna Elmore. Creative Conversations, presented by One Choice Mag, is a show for experienced and beginning creatives on their journey to success and taking their careers to the next level. The Creative Crew and includes writers, actors, musicians, product-based entrepreneurs, and multifaceted creators. Listen to the Creative Conversations podcast on all platforms and follow us on social media at One Choice Mag Newsroom. You can also find us online at podcast.mckissickhealth.com. It's only up from here. All right, so with our first question, I'm going to ask you, have you created... A, a business that is centered around black brands uh you have i'm not asking i'm sorry mm -hmm. you have created a business <laughs> that is centered around black brands and building black and building the black dollar and so what inspired you to do so to create black business junkie okay so um when i first moved to dc first of all dc is just like black people everywhere uh very it's diverse. A chocolate city yeah, exactly diverse experiences <laughs> it was the first time that i noticed that it was like black owned businesses like everywhere mm -hmm. um so of course being more conscious of that i was thinking like oh i want to change like most of the things i use to me using those things from black owned brands so i challenged myself to like buy like soap and eventually trying to transition from like everything in my house being from like black owned brands. So mm -hmm. I was like, I should make this like a whole business, like um, of like amplifying black owned businesses and also like showing my journey of me transitioning to these things. So out of that um, black owned, well, black business junkie was birthed from that. But um, of course I sat on it for like months, I remember like looking back recently and seeing like logos I created when I thought of it like months and months out from when I actually launched it, but it was probably the best decision I've made so far. 
And then this is an Easter egg because I know you be doing sales on your anniversary day. When did you launch it? <laughs> um, it's February 2020. It's when February, we were. Was it the 12th? February 12th, yep. <laughs> yep, February 12th. All right. See, okay, guys, if you're listening, you're going to follow. You're going to follow Black Business Junkie Dog on it if you listen. <laughs> and then she always do a little Easter egg, like, who remember the day in the comments? Oh, yeah. We go. did that for our anniversary. <laughs> and we gave out a free sweatshirt, I believe. See, and the sweatshirt, yeah. high quality. High. <laughs> I would, if it wasn't 100 degrees here, I would be wearing one. But I do have my shirt on. Okay. Making history every day. Making history every day. Okay. Um, I think um, an interesting thing to me specifically is because you live in D.C. And we know that there is a particularly colored house that is in D.C. And uh, <laughs> opposite of the black uh, <laughs> that we are here to empower. But you lived in D.C. and saw some crazy transitions. Did yes. those things, did they really, like, push you in a different way to see that transition? Uh, like, just uh, different things going on? Because you were there prior to uh, 2016, right, mm -hmm. in D.C. And then you saw, like, a whole nother, a yeah. whole nother, whole nother. You've seen a few different transitions. Yeah. Um of like the vibes in DC. So I just did that encourage you to go harder with um, not only finding black owned businesses for yourself to utilize and support, because I know it was like a wave of people mm -hmm. really wanting to be immersed with black business, support only black business exclusively, all this different stuff. But then I feel like did, did, was there like a transition within you? You were like, this is a mission now. It's not even just about me, like in that process of, oh, I just want to see if I can do it to, mm -hmm. okay, this could be a business because it can't just be me that's looking for black owned stuff now at this point. Like, can you yeah. like walk us through that a little bit? Because I feel like that's the, you're in an interesting place. So. Yes. So first, so I moved to DC in 2014. And uh, when I first moved here, um, the Howard, first of all, the city was totally different. Howard's area was like still super black. Um, now it is an area where students can't even afford to stay. So like gentrification itself has like pushed black people out of the city and out of like the area of where like how are university area is supposed to be like blackity black is supposed to be like embrace the culture now it's, it's like the mecca right is that one of the nicknames right it's the mecca exactly. like, yes yeah. and now it's like two thousand dollar studios and like high-end restaurants and things in the area so that in itself just shows you like the transition of the times but also like of course like when i was here um President Obama was in, and then we went to Trump. And I was gonna say, uh, please, can we blur <laughs> out that name? Oh, <laughs> so like it's it's definitely been like a a huge transition here, um, especially since um, I used to work within the government space too. So mm -hmm. like noticing those changes from within, um, but also like 
I feel like activism to me is more so like creating a space. It doesn't necessarily have to be like, you know, being out marching and protesting, but like creating a safe space for black people to feel comfortable and feel celebrated. So that's um, what I've been trying to do with Black Business Junkie. So like always say, or when I'm working with like content planners and things, I'm saying, I don't want this to be like a super radical space. Like I want this to be like a light space. Like I don't want to say you need to shop black owned businesses like, or else it's like, (laughs) here's, here's some suggestions. Like here's some funny memes. Like I want this space to be somewhere you feel supported and just to be a resource. So Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the way like black business junkie has been, you know, um, showing this activism during these hard times. I agree. And I think that it's just like it gives it gives some levity to just being a black person. Mm -hmm. You know, it allows you the space to be able to be yourself, but also find out a way to potentially better yourself and Mm -hmm. to kind of go into um, go into like your ownership. Right. Because I think it can feel like it for me personally, I can speak for myself. For me, it feels like, you know, I can't control so much. It's so much stuff going on that I would, if it was up to me, I would be doing the exact opposite of whatever this is. You know what I mean? Like, it just feels like so out of control, especially being a black woman in today. You know, Um, so it's just like, it's so much going on. And it's so much that should be in my control that is out of my control. It's a whole bunch of things. It's a whole lot, a whole lot of, but one thing I can do, I can control what I consume, right? Uh, From all aspects. I can control what I'm eating. I can control if I do some exercise or if I don't. I can control whatever it is. I can control what I watch. I can control (laughs) where I spend my dollar. Because it's like, okay, y'all don't think I had, y'all don't see me beyond one thing or the other other right and then th- different things are stacked against your experience your living experiences as they are just like you said with gentrification right all mm-hmm. of this stuff but i can control where i spend that dollar and exactly. i'm gonna hit you where it hurt even if it is just a dollar 50 at a time or whatever right so yep. five dollar whatever in your time, mean you're gonna feel it you're gonna yep. feel it and you're gonna notice Maybe I wasn't here because I feel like these different things and it don't have to be super radical. It could just be I'm not messing with this no more. Yeah. Or I'm not listening to this anymore or I'm not going to watch this or I'm not going to support this if it wouldn't support me. You know, yeah. I feel like that's the a big change for myself that I've seen. It's just like, OK, do I really want to support people, things and companies that wouldn't support me? Exactly. And as hard as I thought that detachment was going to be, it it actually wasn't hard at all. Like, mm-hmm. just like, if you're not about me, then why am I supporting you? Like, right. you got to so make it a right. You got to make it black and white. You can't yes. be. It's like because in real life, if we're talking about relationships, mm-hmm. friendships, familial, romantic or otherwise. <laughs> Yeah. Or, you know, if you're not for me, why would I be messing with you? It's giving a toxic relationship. <laughs> okay, it's giving. <laughs> um, I remember my question from earlier, and so I um, this is something that I've noticed that has taken place, like when we see black business, and I want your take rather. Mm-hmm. When we see black businesses, um, 
get super amplified, right? Like, so we're looking at these different brands and we're like, oh, this is a black owned thing. Let me give my all to this. This product works really good. I'm in, I'm in. I'm going to support it. I'm going to amplify it. I'm telling everybody this is black owned. Buy this, go this, go this route, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they get so much leverage behind it. They move up. They get more um, notoriety. They get more partnership deals. You see them on the stands and stuff in stores, all this stuff. Then, so, you know, so they're like, yeah, black business, black business, we're black owned, da 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 da. Super loud, right? Super loud on the bliggity black owned. And then, real quiet, sell the company, company changes, stuff that's going into the products that we trusted. Because they were natural, because they were this, this, and that, because they were literally tested and <laughs> gentle and they were made for us. Now you didn't sold it. They didn't change it. They didn't change mm-hmm. uh, the formula a bit. And it can kind of look the same, but then it don't. And it's like it don't feel the same. It's not working for you the same. And, and for me, I don't even know that as there's been a change in ownership. Like, how do you feel about that because to me i've been feeling so lied to and be like what am i supposed to do now i gotta find another support now now one thing i'm not gonna do is hate on anybody's come up but (laughs) um i do feel like there should be some transparency um but also i feel like we should keep that same energy across the board i feel like a lot of brands like switch up like ingredients and things like that and they don't like openly do a whole campaign or live about it and we're just okay with it because like i'm gonna use dove because that's what i use you know so like i understand that like being upset with the person not being transparent but maybe there's a little bit more to it than we understand you know yeah, because it's like, I do get it. The ultimate mm-hmm. goal is for you all to get paid. That's what we, we love it. We love to yeah. see. But we trust the products, right? Because right. even if Dove want to play, if Dove want to play, I will have to walk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> some Dove in the shower. But I'm pretty sure Dove done made some changes and we didn't even notice. What? Come on now. When was the last time you checked the back of a book, a dove bottle? Come on now. I have never personally, but exactly. I will say this. I think that is but this is the part that bothers me too. Mm-hmm. But I think that like when you have these black brands, you're so endeared to them and mm-hmm. you have that type of familial like attachment, right? Mm-hmm. So you feel like this family, they out here, this is like my, you have some type of connection to this where you're like, oh, this is like my auntie and them. This is like, this my cousin, this my whoever it is. This this could be my friend, whatever, because they're putting themselves out there and they're presenting. And that's not right. But because Mm -hmm. it's like you hear, you fit the switch up and because it's like, I'm trusting this brand over this brand and they do the same things. It's like, what if I left Dove and went with this? Mm -hmm. Because only because it was black owned and it was like I felt like that was where I wanted to spend my black dollar right. and this has been helpful to me and all this other stuff and it's like because and you pride in yourself we don't know what's in it but yeah. when you make it a point to tell us what's in it and then we see that's not in it no more it's mm-hmm. like well what what 
<laughs> it's like, I what know. happened? You know what I'm saying? So, and I, and I hate that. But at the same time, it's like it's part of what endears you to Black-owned brands, mm-hmm. too. So it's just kind of like, I don't know. I don't know what to do with that. Are you looking for a lifestyle magazine that challenges your mindset and spirit? Do you need recipes to help you eat healthier and fitness tips that target your body type and needs? Check out One Choice Magazine, your trusted resource for wellness, personal growth, and spiritual development. Read articles that educate, uplift, and inspire readers to live well. Get the latest issue at onechoicemag.com. This sounds like a similar story to something that happened recently. And I was really (laughs) actually upset with the Black community because... I feel like they were really dragging this brand. And I'm like, y'all need, like, everybody needs to keep the same energy across the board. Like, I get that. You know, forgiveness. And also, like, if you want answers, like, reach directly out to that brand, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But also, like, when you said that some people, like, create, like, this uh, relationship or, like, idea of how a brand is, like, that's that's kind of on your you know that's kind of your fault too like putting too mm-hmm. much of like your like personal trust or creating a relationship with a brand that has no real ties to you yeah. um can be kind of you know it, it can be very disappointing when things don't go right you know that's true but, i on the flippity i say that about like how people uh treated obama it was just kind of like okay guys mm-hmm yeah relax like you know yeah. it was like so i get i get what you're saying like that parallel it's just kind of like okay i get it he can be all these different things but he is still a man he is also exactly. a politician and he is also not the only one making choices exactly also like trying to understand more so of why they made those changes rather than you know just like Oh, you changed the recipe. Maybe those things were becoming a little bit more hard to, you know, get sources to, like, or maybe, you know, a lot of times when you buy like natural things, mm-hmm. like they expire quickly. So That's because true. they're like natural products, so maybe it was, you know, harder to preserve. You know, I see that in a lot of smaller brands too. Like sometimes they just have to switch up the formula because. Now you have to give all these natural, you know, products to a larger fan base and it's harder to do that. Or even the demand, right? Because it's like they used to doing 40 orders a week, right? And now we got 140 or 400 orders. Or a million at that that point, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So. so I think it is, it's part of the, but see, I also think where, where you're coming from is because you do your research, right? So if, <laughs> if you guys take nothing else from this episode, why don't you do a little research on oh, where you go and where get you get some grace. Get some yes. grace. <laughs> yes. You're also, I can attest, you're a very graceful person. So, <laughs> so we've already brought that up. So yes, I was going to say, so the, the recurrent theme have some grace Please. with these brands just all of them because that's how you build your brand loyalty anyway mm-hmm. so we did kind of talk about activism and everything like that but do you consider that like do you consider even though it's like silent mm-hmm. it's not like radical do you still consider yourself to be somewhat of an activist I would say so. Um, so I would say yes in the sense too that like 
the entire reason like I came to Howard because of what activism was done in the field of education for black people. So mm -hmm. like Mammy and Kenneth Clark, you know, they had a lot to do with Brown versus Board. And I'm like, I'm going to Howard because I need the same education or the same guidance they got to, you know, get them to um, want to make a change like that in education for black children. Mm -hmm. So, of course, like I dedicated like my entire like educational career to making sure that I stay aligned with um, helping black children or doing research on things that can alleviate the impact that things like discrimination or like violence and things have on black children. So I say that um, I'm definitely an activist in that, um, in that um, way, but um, mm -hmm. also trying to think what else with black business junkie um yeah like i said holding a space for um for people to you know come to like of course we're going to post about what's happening in the world right but we're also going to be like a safe space for you to come and like be yourself like mm -hmm. um we accept everybody like you don't even have to be a black person to enjoy, you know, black business junkie. Mm -hmm. um, it's just a space where you can come and be entirely yourself. And I feel like it's a lot of activism in that itself. Like just um, encouraging people to be exactly who you are. Like you're never um, too black or too this or that. Like we accept everybody and we go on, we're going to celebrate our culture regardless, you know? Mm -hmm. And also on top of actually celebrating culture, y'all also create culture with your own merchandise as well. So I, yeah. I always appreciate it because you can tell that thought was put into it. Mm -hmm. You can tell that there was a purpose for this. It wasn't just like you like, oh, I'm about to just make some random merch. And even right. if that was the case, it doesn't come off that way. So it's like, so when I'm purchasing it, first of all, I know I'm about to get quality. Um, <laughs> I know it's going to be fly. Cause I have personally, I have even, uh, <laughs> I have literally sent a link to black business junkie to my boss. He uh -huh. is not black, but he liked my shirt and he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I was like, well, first of all, I'm going to send you here. Why don't you support the homie? Because she always got something good and, you know, or she can lead you in the right direction um, to, on where to get your own fly stuff if you want to just support stuff and do stuff mm -hmm. that's cool. So that's I another thing that. I like about like black owned brands. It's always like um, something to do with the culture, something like that somebody, you know, relates to. And a lot of times it's fly. We know what our people want to wear, you know? Right. <laughs> Every time. I was going to say, and it's just like, I'll be over here taking notes. Like, mm -hmm. right, let's, let's make a plan. Plan that purchase. Get that cart <laughs> And make a plan. And <laughs> make it plain. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> make it plain. <laughs> um, so... I have a real, uh, like a more administrative question for you. Mm -hmm. So when you're deciding on a specific business to promote and how to, we kind of briefly touched on it before, but what is like, what if somebody's listening and they're like, hey, I might really want to get my stuff 
to be amplified or like to work with Black Business Junkie in some type of way if they have their own thing going on because, you know, creatives, they be having businesses, child. So, so you know, yeah. what is the criteria to deciding which, um, which businesses that you promote mm -hmm. um, and feature? So how do you, okay. how do you go about that process? So for um, featuring businesses in the retreat box for women, um, you have to fill out, we have a form online on blackbusinessjunkie.com and you basically, um, it has prompts that tells you like to, you know, tell us about your business, you know, to leave your website, um, and to just like give us a little bit more about what your business does. Um, mm -hmm. but the criteria is all, is pretty simple. Like we make sure you have a website. Um, mm -hmm. we make sure it's something that will travel well too because we're shipping these things out so a lot of times it's hard to do like fresh baked goods and things like that but mm -hmm. um we really don't other than like things like that we really don't have any restrictions on um types of businesses that um, we feature in our retreat box but even with promoting businesses we just want to make sure you have a website so we can have somewhere secure to send the people that we're promoting your business to mm -hmm. and long as you have like a social media and a um a website that's pretty much it but also we do a little bit more research we want to you know make sure that you're a black owned business and uh, <laughs> sometimes i've have, seen a whole bunch of stuff where people be like they take black phrases or stuff mm -hmm. that they know like like one yeah. good one is like i'm rooting for everybody black right that was a whole mm -hmm. thing because people were putting that on shirts but they were not black owned situations. So it was just kind of like, what's going on? Also, we a lot of times we reach out to the business owners, like, hey, are you a black owned business? We just want to know because we, you know, we like your products and we want to share mm -hmm. um those type of, you know, to cover our tracks too, because sometimes in the world of Instagram these days, there's a lot of fake pages too. So they're yeah. like, DM us, and we're like, no, like we're done. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really simple like we don't ever tell people like no we're not you know promoting your business like we're like okay you know a lot of businesses send us like sales they're having or tell us about events they're doing in the community and things like that and we're like of course we're sharing um yeah, yeah. have you ever had one that you found out later wasn't black owned and you had to kind of be like so we cannot do this because it's just it goes against what we're doing at this point no i haven't look i'm a researcher okay okay uh, <laughs> thorough thorough researcher so no okay doctoral thorough okay so <laughs> understand okay so if you see it on there and i have actually personally used black business junkie because um even for one of my mentors she was like i need some black owned businesses and i was like Immediately, yes. For uh, a <laughs> for black business junkie, I went there and started figuring stuff out, and I made sure to let her know. Yeah, I looked these up, but she they found them. I was like, yeah. the, the black business junkie is who you should be giving. Like, it's <laughs> there. I just yeah, I was like, you needed X, Y, and Z. And like, how do you find like the different things? Or do you set out to find different things like? In your mind, you're like, is there a Black-owned brewery that ships to people through the nation, right? Is there a mm -hmm. Black-owned um, 
you know, I know like cleaning company and laundry detergent, like, do you mm -hmm. seek different items or do you just take what comes to you and promote that? No, I've been seeking items um, from like the time I wanted to make that transition. So mm -hmm. like, of course I found many great, like uh, black owned detergents, um, coffee, black and bold. Mm -hmm. Um, it's also a lot of other black, black uh, coffee companies um, that you'll find on our website. I mean, on our page, our Instagram. We're mm -hmm. actually working on creating a resource for our website that lists uh, Black-owned businesses that, you know, touch in each department. So that will be coming soon. But um, most of them I search for myself. I never actually wait for things to come. I always want to have something new and fresh to be sending out to people. So... Like, I'm like, oh, let me do um, a post on things for, like, your home design. So, like, mm -hmm. um, paint and, like, uh, furniture, pillows. Like, there's literally a Black-owned business for everything. So. What has been your most, like, what is, like, the product or thing you've been the most surprised to find of Black-owned? Like, even though we know it's, like, people are moving, people are creating, people are um mm -hmm are building different things, but what has been the most like surprising slash shocking item that you were like, I, you know, I was just kind of throwing a, a dart, you know, just throwing a dart to see if it would stick. But then you actually found a product that was black owned. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't think anything surprises me now. Like, um, <laughs> Because there's literally tissue, detergent, sauce, like, of course, like, you can get cookware. There's literally everything. Now, I don't know if I found, like, furniture, though, like, mm -hmm. physical furniture that's from uh, a Black-owned brand. But I need to look into that. Um, that sounds like the next goal. <laughs> yes, yes, the next goal. But literally, I found everything from, like, perfumes to jewelry to shoes like there's literally a black owned brand for everything get great tips while networking with other creators across the world when you join the one choice magazine newsroom the newsroom is where editors contributors and freelancers for one choice magazine gather to tell stories exchange insider information and develop their expertise when you join the community you will get access to workshops deals on software creator tools and special episodes of the creative conversations podcast if you are a creator looking for a safe space to see the beauty and what you do and develop your talent join the one choice magazine newsroom you can follow on social media at one choice mag newsroom and sign up for the mailing list online at onechoicemag.com what has been what is one of your favorite black brands oh, this is hard my favorite um hmm I'm trying to think can I give you Three, three. Yeah. Okay, so uh, be iconic. Okay, by Ashley Muhammad. Um, she creates clothes, um, accessories. Um, uh, she does a lot of like collabs with different brands. It's always like something very unique and like fresh. Um, what was my second one? Um, I am obsessed with Denobi detergent. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I really like the detergent. Now that's uh, all on the page. And I know it smells good. Yes, uh smells good. <laughs> and it's also, you know, like sometimes you use detergents and they're like pretty harsh on your clothes. Mm -hmm. Like it gets the stains out, but it also treats your like garments very well. And I like that about them. And three, let me see. We talked about gold today, so I'll say uh, philosophy is my my favorite um, new Black-owned business right now. They do um, a lot of jewelry, mm -hmm. so it's, like, really dainty, and they have, like, um, jewels and things like that, and it's literally my obsession right now. Like, everything is sitting on my desk. <laughs> you got it all, all over. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm about to be looking into oh, these earrings. hard. Our and those earrings are cute. I was literally keeping the earrings. I was like, <laughs> this is necklace. Like, I'm I'm shame. <laughs> Don't be shame. We're loud and proud, girl. <laughs> um, as you find more black businesses, how have you been impacted as a black creative and an and black entrepreneur? How have I been impacted? Mm. Ask me the question one more time. So as you find more black businesses and you, mm -hmm. you know, building this repertoire up, how have mm -hmm. you been impacted or rather inspired as a black uh creative? So you because mm -hmm. you're making your own merch and all that other stuff, and then you're an entrepreneur by default because we have Black Business Junkie and we're doing all the different things. How have you been inspired to continue to build your own business and your own creativity um, just from taking in all these other different dope places? Right. Okay. And that's what I was going to say. I was, when you said impact, I was thinking, I was like, I've, I've been really inspired. Yeah. That's uh, what I was going to say. Rather <laughs> inspired. Inspired at the least. Um just seeing people like create create these avenues out of like um merely just like for Denobi for uh for instance like she created that brand um uh, because like um her kids and her husband needed things you know that were better for their skin because they have sensitive skin so like to see like black people and black businesses create things because the needs of our people specifically, you know, like black girl sunscreen. We needed Literally some melanated sunscreen. Literally was. I put it on every day, you know. <laughs> um, but like, you know, all the sunscreens weren't necessarily made for black skin. So like to for people to create things with our people in mind is like very inspiring to me. So mm -hmm. like for them to do things like that, I'm like, of course, I need to make sure that people know about these businesses um, that are doing things, you know, for our people and with our people in mind. So that's what keeps me going every day because you people are literally building things for us with without the resources that some of these big brands have. And they keep doing it and they keep pushing through and they are coming out successful. So... I think so. Like, I would definitely agree with that because it's just like, 
don't know. It's just, it's something empowering knowing. It's just like, okay, we created this out of necessity, but if I know I needed it, I'm sure it's somebody else that needed, like somebody else like me that's like, don't know what's going on. And it's just like, I'm trying to make sure I'm putting the purest whatever I can put in here because Mm -hmm. I know one wrong ingredient my baby skin go act up, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't, you know, I don't have any room to not do it right. Yeah. Um, I just want to say, like, I really appreciate you and I appreciate what what you do as a human being because it's like all, you could have created um, a premise for a business and, and done it you know, just with an individualistic mindset, or you could have just been buying black owned and living your best uh, black owned lifestyle. Okay. Mm -hmm. But you decided to build this platform for not only yourself, not only other consumers, but you also did it for other black business owners. And like, I think that's dope. I just wanted to give that as an accolade. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I see you. I feel you. <laughs> I appreciate you. Okay. Because <laughs> I think that's really dope. A lot of people wouldn't do that. And I think that that's pretty, that says a lot about you. And that says a lot about like your goals. Um, so starting out. Purpose. Purpose. That. Purpose. Okay. <laughs> that's how we still here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the purpose. Like you can always have the vision, whatever, whatever. But like I, I'm a big believer in everybody has a purpose, right? And so whatever your purpose is, it may be other people doing these things, but can't nobody do it like Dr. TP. Okay. <laughs> so can't nobody do it like Brianna. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you add your own individual thing. And I think that that's what keeps people coming back. That's what keeps people wanting to partner with you, wanting to support you and wanting to have their business come through you. Because when I told you, when I needed to find some black owned businesses just up the rim, <laughs> I trust you. So I was like, I'm going to yeah. go here. You know what I'm saying? And then I think mm-hmm. that is like, Although there's a lot of different plights that can come with black businesses and black business owners, et cetera, I think that having that type of trust is a big plus, though, because mm-hmm. I feel like for me, I was like, I'm looking, is it black owned? Because I kind of would trust it a little bit more. Yeah. If it is black owned. So it's like, right. yeah, people get people get down on it sometimes when it's a little bit different. But at the same time, I do trust it a tad more. And I'm gonna have a little bit more affinity for this brand. Yeah. And I you feel know like it was perfect timing too, because our brand came at the beginning of 2020. Then by like June or July, it was like this big buzz about supporting black owned businesses. So like already, and that was the only way to get people's attention. Cause right. Cause it's like, okay. Like truly like if people, black people decided to, I've heard different stats, don't know the exact ones, but like if black people decided they were not going to shop on black Friday, the day would not be profitable. It wouldn't. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like our buying power has so much, like there's literally so much strength in our buying power. Yeah. I think so. Do you think you do you consider yourself to be a creative? You're an academic, you're an entrepreneur. Do you consider yourself a creative? Because I always find this interesting. Do you? I would say yes. Um, because also with like 
outside of like business, like, you know, I, I love to create things. So like, I'm always doing like DIY or even like content planning makes you a creative. Like I legit am the one behind like the videos, like creating the content, like the visuals, like designing of the, all the apparel that and merchandise that like business junkie releases. So y'all, she even make the uh, actual shirts. I'm so I serious. I, I was so <laughs> I was so freaking floored by that because you were like, <laughs> I remember one time seeing like you were like, okay, got new shirts, and then like the next day you were like, where can I get me a shirt press? Like where can I get me a shirt press or whatever? Yes. And I was like, what? She making this on her? And then like the next week you had one and you was making the, yes. the sweatshirts and stuff. You were like, all right, y'all, I got. This size and this color, this size and this color, I can make them and send them. So it's up to y'all, you know? Yeah. And I well, think that that's I mean, dope. Now, since things are a little bit bigger, some of them get outsourced because some things take it's a lot of tedious work behind making merch. So, But listen, that's a word in and of itself, though. And I think that that's beautiful because it's just like, okay, I, I can do it on my own, mm -hmm. but I don't have to anymore because I've put in the work I've put in the um I put in the intention that sounds like a whole word <laughs> I don't have to do it on my own anymore it sounds like business and you know okay and personal no yes. like for real because I'm like I'm out here like it's hitting me I'm mm -hmm. saying it but it's hitting me at the same time too because yeah. it's like you know I no longer have to do that I can do it and I think that that gives you comfort as a creative as a business owner it's like I can if things go whatever way I'm gonna have to crank these out. I can do that. Exactly. But I don't have to no more. If I don't have to, we're gonna make it make more sense. And then exactly. maybe charge, maybe increase the prices because now there's other things at, at hand to create these products. But it's just like yeah. okay. And that's another reason why I'm so big on like grace with black owned businesses. I know how it feels to start <laughs> off as you're I'm the manager, I'm the um I'm shipping out. I'm making orders. I'm like doing logistics, like everything. Like it legit takes businesses time to, you know, grow for them to create a team. And um, I totally understand that. That's why I'm like, give them grace. A lot of times I am the manager. Okay. You want to <laughs> talk to the manager? I'm her. But um, with okay, like, can't help you pass that. Okay, like when you're supportive of black-owned businesses and they grow, that's when they can actually, you know, create a team that can be supportive in making them a better business. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, <laughs> all right, last question, okay. and one word or phrase or phrase okay. describe how you want your business to mm -hmm. um to be like revered to be remembered to be you know what you want people to think of when they think to be synonymous with uh black business junkie mm -hmm. what do you what word or phrase do you want to be synonymous with it resourceful <laughs> and that it is you guys that it is <laughs> um well, first of all, I just want to say thank you. This has truly been an enriching conversation for myself. I really hope you've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed you. People can get some good nuggets on 
what black businesses to support, but also where to go if you need to figure it out. Um, you know, how to give black businesses, give yourself black businesses, uh, everybody, give them a little grace, be yes. gentle with yourself and, and be intentional with yourself. These are all things that I'm getting from this conversation. I truly hope these things are translated to listeners. Please let us know where we can find you, how we can find you, because we want to support we want to follow we want to buy the merch we want to we want to uplift you as you've uplift us by giving us your time on this podcast okay so you can uh, find us on facebook at black business junkie you can also find us on instagram at black business junkie um you can find the retreat box at the retreat for us on instagram and you can also visit us at our website at blackbusinessjunkie.com. This is amazing. <laughs> well, you guys, these things will be in the show notes. I'll make sure that I'm adding the links to everything that Dr. TP just said. Okay, the doctor <laughs> prescribed, go to Black Business Junkie. Okay. <laughs> with, with that, this is the close of another amazing episode. I'm so thankful to you, Dr. TP, for being here and sharing multiple gems with us. And honestly, you guys, if you've been listening up until this point, it is literally only up from here. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you for being here. As always, subscribe and leave a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. Be sure to share it with a creative person to encourage them on their journey and tag the newsroom at One Choice Mag Newsroom on Facebook and Instagram. It's only up from here.